You are now tuned in to beyondthelabco.com. This is a podcast about exciting science that can help you change your life. If you want to live longer and feel healthier and happier, then you need factual information backed up by science. Covering health, wellness, aging, and innovation. Join your host, Dr. Cameron Jones, PhD, as he reviews some of the best research that hides in the journals and take control of your life today. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Lab Coat. This is episode number two, and today I'm going to be talking about a really important natural product or a nutraceutical called resveratrol. And I'm going to be explaining why I'm talking about this, and I'm gonna give you some background to how I go about finding really interesting articles. So I'd like to draw your attention to PubMed, which is a really fantastic free search engine which publishes research and development in the life sciences and related biomedical topics. You can find this on pubmed.com. Now, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine told me about this compound that she had purchased from the health food store called resveratrol. And because I'm always interested in antioxidants, I was particularly uh, intrigued by resveratrol. Now, I've just done a little bit of background research on the number of academic publications that have been published between 1987 and 2017, that is over the last 30 years, and articles that have appeared in the research literature on resveratrol, this particularly interesting anti-aging compound which shows really interesting promise for anti-cancer as well. There have been a total of 1,042 articles over the last 30 years. Now, contrast this with more well-known nutraceuticals such as curcumin and turmeric. Those have received over 10,500 nearly uh, publications in the literature. And I've got a couple of graphs on uh, beyondthelabcoat.com uh, showing you the statistics over the uh, last 30 years. And I think that's a really good uh, resource for anyone who wants some background on the development of the uh, uh, research into these compounds. But why are these health enhancing compounds and what are their typical effects? What can you get if you go out and you actually purchase some of these? Well, there's been a really interesting mega review which has been published in the Journal of Aging, Volume 9, Number 6. And again, this is available on my website and you can read about it here. And I'm going to summarize the key features of this article in this podcast. I'm now going to briefly summarize a lot of the clinical trials that have been done into resveratrol and what it's been used for and what the research shows. So it's been useful for macular degeneration, treatment of Alzheimer's, treatment of cardiovascular problems, cognitive disorders, people with diabetes, people suffering from eye diseases. It's been used for mood disorders, those suffering from seasonal allergic rhinitis and adult onset or atopic asthma. It's also been used as a treatment for obesity schizophrenia, and even those who partake in a sedentary lifestyle. So all of that sounds particularly interesting, doesn't it? But where do we get resveratrol from? 
Resveratrol is extracted from the skin of red grapes and other fruits and berries. And this is a bit of a problem because resveratrol is actually present in red wine and uh, other types of uh, alcoholic beverages. But the problem is that drinking alcohol, even in moderation, uh, whilst it's known to have some health benefits, it's not a great idea to obtain your resveratrol in this way. So uh, there are a range of supplements which uh, one can obtain and which are used in clinical practice in order to uh, get the advantages of resveratrol. But I should mention that uh, red wine certainly is a valid source of obtaining resveratrol. And in fact, there are some wines marketed specifically due to their content of resveratrol. One example of this is Res Elixir, which is put out by winedoctor.com.au. And he's actually a medical doctor who has done a lot of research uh, into the benefits of resveratrol. And uh, that's something that uh, you can also look up as well. But now I want to get on to how resveratrol works in the human body and what it activates. One of the ways that resveratrol works is by inducing something called sirtuins, which are a class of protein that are involved in the regulation of gene expression. So what do I mean by this? Well, in every one of our cells, we've got these organelles called mitochondria, and they're responsible for converting oxygen and nutrients into something called ATP, which then powers our body or our cells metabolic activities. So these sirtuin genes function as anti-aging genes and resveratrol boosts their activity. And this is exactly why resveratrol is implicated as a potent promoter uh, of what is called mitochondrial biogenesis. This is really important because if you can manipulate the way in which cells use energy, you have the potential to affect lifespan. And this is in fact what's been shown certainly in yeast and certainly in mice and in uh, a range of clinical trials in humans looking at different aspects of uh, cell biogenesis or this mitochondrial biogenic pathway. So this natural polyphenol called resveratrol has such useful antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, anti-cancer, cardioprotective and neuroprotective potential, mainly due to the fact that it has been shown to control something called apoptosis and cellular senescence, especially in cancer cells. Now, what do we mean by apoptosis? Well, apoptosis is the process of programmed cell death, and this occurs due to all those biochemical events that cause cell morphology changes and eventually death. And obviously senescence is involved with or describes the process or deterioration that we see which occurs over time or with aging. So resveratrol manipulates the pathways uh, among those, these sirtuin pathways to have a significant impact on lifespan and aging and the way that the body processes toxins. And this is referred to as the antioxidant uh, uh, benefit that these polyphenols seem to confer on people and animals who have been given resveratrol. 
and a lot of these studies can be followed up by checking out the publications that I've linked to on my website. Okay, so what are some other types of natural products or nutraceuticals apart from resveratrol? Well, the most significant one according to a statistical analysis of PubMed would have to be curcumin. Uh, so that's one that I can certainly suggest uh, uh, is worthy of some background uh, literature review. Uh, but in summary, anyone who is interested in taking a natural supplement which uh, shows a very significant potential for anti-aging, anti-cancer, uh, should certainly consider resveratrol. And uh, uh, I hope that you will consider this because uh, it is a, a very promising natural compound for enhancing lifestyle and uh, promoting a healthy life. Thanks for listening. Now, I just want to mention that Beyond the Lab Code is intended to provide you with news, tips, tools, and strategies to help you make better decisions. Now, this is my legal disclaimer. We're an information-based show, so remember, this is not medical advice. It's science-based discussion, so therefore, always consult with your medical practitioner or healthcare provider before you make any decisions based on anything contained in this podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to leave me a review and go to the website on beyondthelabcoat.com, which will contain all the show notes as well as links to all the articles I've been discussing. And you can follow this up. And I look forward to talking to you next episode coming soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of beyondthelabco.com with your host, Dr. Cameron Jones, PhD. If you liked this episode, please leave a review and subscribe for more great content. And to stay up to date, visit at beyondthelabco.com and we'll catch you next time.